Hello, you're listening to the Greens Matter Chatter presented by Northcore Greens. It's Friday, August the 4th. I'm your host this week, Jeffrey Guy, joined by the big kahuna himself. Say hello, big kahuna. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> Am I gaining weight? Is that why you say that? Not at all. Not at all. Anyhow, we better get away from the weight conversation because I'll lose that one. <laughs> Unless I'm sitting on you, then I win it. So, Anyhow, the markets this week, the markets. Oh, my God, we're back to doom and gloom, doom and gloom. Everything's going negative. Everything's negative. Corn down $13, $15, $16 for the week. Soybeans over $20 a week, old crop and new crop. Spring wheat, this year's harvest down $27, $27. The winter wheats, geez, at $27, they are both down $27 this week. Just terrible. And honestly, I could sit in here and give you some fundamentals on why prices should be higher, but uh, it's just been doom and gloom talk, and it's hard to be positive to customers right now, Dwight, and all the doom and gloom. Well, you got to remember, Jeff, you know, we're right in the middle of this wheat harvest right now. And, uh, you know, would you expect to see the highs in the market right through the middle of the wheat harvest? You know, it's uh, unfortunately, you know, a lot of guys have their, uh, their marketing plan in place and some of them, they do nothing. And, and for those guys that are trying to market today, they, yeah, it's it's not a good thing. But we got a lot of guys that contracted early, Jeff. Oh, yep, more getting more and more uh, forward contracts and wheat all the time. So we'll get a little more into things here. Uh, it's a little side note: oil prices, their crude oil prices are jumping up. Uh, they're like the highest they've been since early in April. So that's a little bit of a negative sign for for the economy, higher inflation, higher costs for us farmers. One uh, positive, the uh, exchange rate is weakened this week as U.S. dollars gain strength. Uh, that might be supportive basis going forward, but uh, let's get into what affected the markets this week. Uh, let's start off with Russia and Ukraine. <laughs> so Russia, they continue to bomb the grain infrastructure assets in Ukraine. They were doing the Odessa ports. Now they're up the Danube River, and they're just they just keep going on bombing, bombing. So you realize, Jeff, when they're when they're bombing that uh, on the Danube, that just across that river is a NATO country. So it's funny that they you know they feel that confidence that they can just start bombing you know just a short distance across the river from which would maybe cause. Quite a bit of an issue. If, it uh, would change things in a nanosecond. Sure would. The, uh, so kind of the thought is now that if uh, if Russia did come back and say, well, let's make a new Black Sea trade agreement or reinstate the old one, Ukraine's going to have uh, their well, their ability to export grain out of out of the Black Sea now is going to be limited, which is uh, a big negative. I think I read this week that. Grain exports were about 20% of the Ukraine economy uh, the last bunch of years. So so let's see, Russia's bombing the Ukraine, and then this morning we get up, and it said Ukraine is bombing Russia, or a Russian naval vessel in the Black Sea. And it was uh, an unmanned drone ship or something that was used. I read that this afternoon. 
So these two things should be driving prices higher because it could help to limit supply, hurt the supply side of the equation for soybeans, corn, not soybeans, wheat, corn, uh, vegetable oils, because Ukraine does have sunflowers and that. So they should be supporting prices, but it didn't really support prices. Prices went up some today, but... And they pulled back as the day went on and was still, I've already said we had a big negative week. So that's just counter what you would think. So we move on to what else is affecting the markets this week. Mondays, the USDA puts out their crop ratings. Last week here on Monday, the corn and soybean ratings both went down by 2% and the spring wheat rating went down by seven or eight percent and what do you think caused that is that still the lack of rain jeff well that was the lack of rain the heat and the lack of rain so we go back two weeks now on that and so that is ratings decrease that's historically supportive prices yeah you know but it wasn't this week why wasn't it why didn't it have that effect this week the weather market we're truly in a weather market biggest thing right now when so last weekend the weather forecast changed down through most of the growing areas in this in the u.s they went from hot and dry to cooler and maybe even a, a bit below average in temperatures but more rain hmm. and more not just localized rains but a little more widespread rains like maybe half the state or something or the uh, instead of just this township or this town or this concession and that we talked a lot about have and have not areas in the past so well that'll be interesting to see the crop ratings next week if they're getting the rains maybe the crop ratings are going to turn around and uh, well that's more positive definitely who's will the crop ratings so they i think the ratings go up to like friday and then the ratings come out on monday or they rate it up to friday put the numbers together over the weekend and the ratings come out on monday so it's it'd be interesting to see so if we get back to that weather forecast so it was it did happen this week it was cooler they did get more rain and the forecast for next week shows even more of this and even more widespread rain so a lot of the areas that maybe still are hurting for some some moisture are going to get them either this week or next week so that rain, as you've already said about the uh, crop ratings, rain makes grain. <laughs> and so the market's looking for, you know, for yield prospects to get better, especially in the corn and soybeans, which are using up that moisture now as their soybeans are forming pods and the corn is, you know, in the silking to making their, uh, making the cobs in it. So it's, Rain makes grain, so that should help out everything. And again, will we see that in the Monday's report or will they hold that off? And even to follow up on that, looking at yield prospects, next Friday, the August 11th, and this will be before we do the podcast next week, there's the monthly WASDA report and uh, brought out by USDA. And this is going to be the first month of the year that they have uh, they're using farmer surveys to determine what the crop yield prospects are so if they're getting this rain now does that mean they're going to possibly increase yield prospects in corn and soybeans yeah that's 
That's a great possibility. And that's negative for prices. And last month, remember they they didn't change soybeans and they barely or they changed corn, but not they decreased corn, but not near as much as the market was looking for. And everybody, the, lots of analysts have been saying, "Oh, they're going to decrease it further the next month. They're going to decrease it further." Who knows what the USDA will do in this? So that report next Friday could stand a good chance of being a market mover either way. Either way. But we can't just keep this bleeding of prices until we get there. Like if we do this till next Friday, all of a sudden corn's going to be down like another $15. Soybeans, another $20 or something. So we hopefully they can stabilize going into that report next week. We did have a, a little bit of positive news this week on the markets. Export sales out of the U.S. They came in pretty strong for wheat and soybeans. Soybeans had their highest weekly, or this week of the year, the highest sales in 30 years or something. Right. And China was the uh, first time we were talking about China in this week's uh, podcast. China was a big purchaser, and that's a new crop product. So the new crop uh, wheat and soybeans were lower than what China could buy, lower price than what China could buy elsewhere. So that uh, it's definitely been a positive for in there for wheat and soybeans. But the export sales for wheat, soybeans, and corn are all behind previous years and, and the projections right now that the USDA has out. So that's kind of the, the big look at the market. The trend is negative. There's a possibility, depending on what the USDA does next week, whether they decrease or increase, like they maybe should still be decreasing, but maybe with this weather, they'll increase yield. And if they increase yield, that's negative for oh, prices. Yeah. And if they decrease, maybe that will give us a bounce well, we back. We can't be hugely surprised about this, Jeff. This is the middle of the, of the harvest, especially of the wheat. So, you know, don't beat yourself up that you're very negative on the markets. People have had lots of opportunity to sell at much better numbers than these. So we do have some more positive. We talk about locally. Let's talk about the harvest right now for the winter wheat, Dwight. How much, uh, what percentage do you think the winter wheat harvest is at? Well, that's a good question. We had a great week. Uh, a little bit of rain uh, and then that shut things down. But uh, it looks like farmers are starting back into the harvest here over the weekend. Uh, we will be open on uh, Sunday. And, and the holiday Monday, of course. Uh, if combines are running, we want to be here. And, uh, but I would say uh, we got to be approaching 50% of this uh, soft uh, wheat harvest, uh, the winter wheat harvest. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'd say around 50%. Yeah, that's probably a good number. So, And the farmers are mostly bringing in good quality wheat and they're reporting... Fairly strong yields. Uh, yeah, we've seen, uh, I don't think we've had one load with uh, fusarium levels that are... Uh, that uh, Of concern. Of concern, yeah, correct. Yeah. You so, know, what we are seeing is we're seeing some uh, immature wheat seeds. There's a lot of green, green, and of course, guys are wanting to get it off. And, it, and it's time, it is. There's no question with that, but it's must have been a very uh, uneven emergence or something like that to see as much... Uh, it's not everybody. I mean, just some some places, I guess. If maybe it was a little dry after they planted, and then, or uh, I guess this is winter wheat, so it would have been something else. But 
Anyways, we're seeing a lot of green uh, green seeds in the, in the samples. A lot of this crop did go through some pretty dry periods earlier this spring right. too. So right. the uh, so the spring wheat harvest. When do you think it's going to start? Well, I hope we don't see any spring wheat at least uh, until we get this winter uh, kind of cleaned up. But uh, I don't know. Maybe by the end of the week we'd uh, start seeing. Yeah, some I've wheat. talked to a couple of farmers. They're they're getting itchy. They see people taking off wheat. They think they have to get uh -huh. out there and get their spring wheat off. I think it's all going to be weather dependent on there. Spring wheat and all the other small grains out there are going to start soon. So, anyhow, wish everybody the best in the harvest, uh, the best weather here. Hopefully, we'll get a nice break and some of those. Actually, we got a pretty damp forecast for next week, and hopefully, the weatherman is wrong next week like he's been wrong most of the year. So. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, Jeff. We wish everybody a great weekend. And if you do have the Monday off, uh, enjoy yourself. Stay safe out there. And uh, and here we are in August, eh? August. Woohoo! Keep I, going. I, Bye I, for I, now, everybody. Bye. Have a great week. Bye-bye.